Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Hey, Daily Crime listeners, a quick warning. This episode includes discussion of crimes committed against children. If you'd like to skip this episode, as always, we'll be back with another one tomorrow. Thanks. Coming up. Uh, She says she fell asleep with the children and then later woke up with bloody hands and arms, but had no recollection of what happened. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. It's very disturbing. The scene still rattling neighbors. It, it makes me kind of queasy to go to sleep at night. And it makes me feel sick to my stomach, to be honest. I think in what they went through um, is, is something we can't even put into words right now. On Saturday, May 15th, a 40-year-old woman named Yui Inoue flagged down police officers in Tempe, Arizona, telling them she was hearing voices. Tempe police say Inouye drove to the police station herself Saturday morning and told officers that voices told her to kill her kids. Josh Sanders, reporter with 12 News in Phoenix, walk us through what happens after this woman flags down these officers. Well, she flags them down and says she heard these voices. Uh, They go to her apartment um, out of her welfare check and realized that they had been there just hours earlier for a domestic disturbance. Um, But this time when they went into the apartment, they found just a gruesome scene. What is it that they do find when they go inside? Well, they go in and they find her two children, um, nine-year-old Mia and seven-year-old Kai, with what they initially tell us are obvious signs of physical trauma. And what we come to find out later is that they were basically uh, butchered. Uh, They believe the weapon is a meat cleaver with a six-inch blade. Uh, The children were underneath a blanket and boxes uh, and just a very traumatic scene. And you you could tell from talking to investigators that this is something that this is something that really made an impact on them. It really is just such a horrible scene. And before we talk about what happens next with this case, what have you been able to learn from others in the area about these two young children and and the impact that this has had on the broader community? Well, there's not much known about these children or the family. Kyrene School District confirms Mia and Kai were students at Kyrene Del Cielo Elementary School. But it's not clear how long the family's been in the area. Neighbors thought they moved in within the last few weeks. We don't know much about them at all. Um, this, this apartment complex, being there, um, a number of the neighbors said that the family had just moved in. Uh, some, some neighbors said that they didn't even know that children were living inside that apartment. But what all of them said, and, and it was pretty consistent, was this apartment complex itself um, wasn't uh, wasn't void of of crime and death. 
um, they kept on saying that there were uh, police would come to this apartment complex, not for this family, but just for other reasons uh, that, you know, people had been shot. Um, and so, you know, to, to hear that two children had been brutally murdered, um, allegedly by their own mother, was shocking to them. Um, but, you know, they, they were almost used to it, used to there being um, death at this apartment complex. The neighbors next door and directly below the apartment where police say this unfolded both heard pounding, but neither could fathom hearing what police now say happened. I heard the pounding for like, like I said, eight consecutive minutes, then a five minute break, and then more pounding, only softer, because apparently she went into the living room. Kevin Hawk's daughter shares a wall with the family. I didn't even know the they had children. They were so quiet. And you'd even mentioned that we'd eventually learn officers had been out to this particular residence just hours before this discovery. Tell me about that that earlier call to this house. Yeah, just hours earlier, they responded for a domestic disturbance. The husband and the wife were arguing over money and over her wanting to take the kids back to Japan. Um, they were going through a divorce and allegedly the husband had said that Yui anyway, the, the mother had threatened to stab him. Inouye told police she had an argument with her husband hours before. Tempe police confirm her husband called for help after his wife threatened to stab him. After that call, the husband left the apartment, leaving Inouye with their two kids. And so that's what brought investigators out there to begin with. Do we know then where the husband was later on in the morning when these bodies were discovered? Well, the husband, after he left the house initially, went to his place of employment and wanted to sleep there. He then told investigators he ended up sleeping in his car. Um, we don't really know where he was um, other than that, but uh, the and Tempe police say, um, you know, that they were there. Uh, the public information officer told us that he was there when they broke the news to the father. The father was obviously distraught um, and really devastated with what happened. But uh, there's still little, little known about the father. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Ma'am, you're here on two charges of murder in the first degree, both class one felonies. So police go to the home. They, they make this discovery and the mother, Yui Inoue, is arrested. What happens from there? Are, are investigators able to get much information from her? Do they do an interview with her? They do interview her. And English is uh, appears to be a second language. Uh, there is a, a Japanese interpreter involved. Initially, you know, she was not labeled a suspect, but a, a strong lead. 
And, um, and then afterwards, um, they do end up charging her with two counts of first degree murder. She told investigators that, you know, initially when she flagged him down, that she had heard voices. Tempe police say that Inoue told officers that she heard voices telling her to kill her nine-year-old daughter and seven-year-old son, but that she did not remember hurting them. Uh, she says she fell asleep with the children and then later woke up with bloody hands and arms and realized that they were dead, but had no recollection of what happened. And you know, told investigators that she did not kill them. I, I did not kill anybody. What else have we learned about Yui Inoue? Is there anything in her past that could maybe have factored into this or could have maybe been a red flag? A possible red flag. You know, I'm, I'm not a mental health expert to know what factored into any of this. But we do know from her history uh, that on March 2nd, of this year, the De Arizona Department of Child Safety had an open investigation into NUA based on a report of neglect that she was neglecting her seven-year-old, Kai. And at that time, she was taken to a psychiatric hospital for evaluation. Now, we don't know what came of that. March 6th of 2021, Chandler police say NUA was somehow involved in an aggravated assault on an officer. Uh, we don't know the details of that case um, because it's still an open case. On March 8th, 2021, the Maricopa County court docket shows someone named Yui Inoue uh, had a court-ordered mental health evaluation, but those records are sealed. And then May 15th, um, both uh, Mia and Kai were killed. I know you've spoken to a forensic psychologist about this case. What did he tell you about this type of case or about what the investigation into NUA's mental health history might look like here? Uh, he said that investigators are going, are going to have to look into her mental health history and if that was a factor in any of this. Information in the background of the person, look into not only their family history, consider their health, uh, what, were there any types of substances involved? Was there any type of record where the person may have had treatment in the past? You know, there are a lot of moving parts uh, to it. Um, you know, when it comes to, was she diagnosed with some form of mental illness uh, where, you know, the she would have been hearing voices, uh, as she alleges, telling her to harm or kill her children. And if that was, you know, something that she took into account when she allegedly did this, if she did this, um, they're going to have to look at if she was any in any type of treatment. Was she adhering to that treatment? Uh, was she on any type of medications that may have uh, factored into her state of mind? So there's going to be a lot that they're going to have to look into when it comes to her mental health history. And if she is at a place where she understands the severity of what is going on right now, and if she is fit to stand trial. So that's something that a, they're going to have to look into, a judge is going to have to look into. Where does this go from here then? What might happen before there's a trial or to determine if there is indeed going to be a trial? 
I think right now it's just the they will continue to investigate. The biggest thing, uh, the biggest one of the biggest takeaways from from this uh, case so far for me is just seeing how much this has impacted um, officers and investigators. You know, when we received the press release, it was in a way that I haven't seen. I'll say that in terms of just. Uh, the language they were using, that they were holding a press conference initially to talk about, you know, basically say what was on the press release and not necessarily go into details. But you could tell that there was something just very, um, you know, very gruesome about these murders. And any time a seven and nine year old child are involved, um, I remember the... Uh, one official saying it just it elevates everything well josh sanders with kpnx you'll have to keep us posted as this moves forward thanks for sharing the story absolutely thank you thank you as always for joining us on another episode of the daily crime we're here all week monday through friday every single week so make sure you're subscribed to or following the show on whatever podcast app you're listening on right now You can find all of our other shows at vaultstudios.com, and that includes our weekly true crime podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. Hold up. 